0: All right. Well, to start off, as far as injuries uh, with, with Bryce, he has a uh, um, uh, uh, left foot that's going to keep him out um, here as we go. So it's unfortunate. Uh, he's had a heck of a season and, and has been playing really well. So he, uh, he'll have that um, to, to deal with. And, but we're, you know, we're uh, like I said, we're appreciative of how, how hard he's played all year long. And it's just a, it's a tough deal for him. Uh, that's it as far as the injuries, um, and then just getting ready, geared up here, putting that game uh, behind us, and it was a good win for us. But now we're we're gearing up here and getting ready to go this week for to have a good week of practice. And, uh, what's the yeah. You know, you could go
1: to the playoffs, quit the division at home against the Packers, of all teams. Yeah. What's the mood this week like because of that?
0: Well, it's. Uh, I think overall, it, the guys understand um, the situation that we've put ourselves in, and and you know that's what we've worked for. We've worked hard to get to this point, um, and and so. But again, it, it's very similar to uh, the Giants' loss that we had, where um, it was a it was one that we wish we could have back. We couldn't. We had to put that behind us, and now. Um, we've we've done a good job all year long at just focusing at week by week, and and I know it sounds cliche, but we've done that, and so great win for us against uh, L. A. And now we got to put that behind us, and the only thing we can do is control how we play at home here against Green Bay, and, and uh, um, the guys know that the energy's good, and to to be able to have um, the you know the other stuff that goes with it is good.
1: Callahan up for the say season.
0: Say that. Out for the year. Uh, I'm not going to say anything is 100% but it, it it seems it seems that way. But I, I hate to put, you know, just say for sure any way or the other. No, he he will be. He yeah, I guess I should say that he is going on IR is the best way to put that. So and
1: it's Marcus Williams, do we
0: see a report? Yeah, you saw that right. Yep. 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 Surgery. Yes. Yeah. Uh yes. Yeah. Kind of a the way he did it too, it was just kinda um just going to cut back on a on a screenplay. It's just unfortunate. Obviously the
1: last thing we was a long time ago. What's the one thing or the biggest area of growth or the one thing that really stands
0: out, the difference in this team now when you say from that uh, from the, the, the accuracy. Yeah, that well for the best part I like about it is they get to see what I meant when I sat in that locker room after the game and told them that we got to learn from it, and that it's there's a lot of weeks in the season, and that was one tough week. It was disheartening. It was, uh, it was frustrating. Uh, it was discouraging. There's so many um, feelings that we had after that game, but um, now they get to see that it is a long season, and uh, they get to if you if you stick together and, and you just ride through those highs and lows the right way. You can get to this point, and so there's still you know, three games left in the season, and this is the game that we have, and, and we're in a great position now. We need to go out there and, uh, and, and play our best.
1: Matt, prior to becoming a head coach, how much had you considered – um, using some of the unconver- uh, unconventional personnel groupings that you have, and the you've talked about the value of that beyond just the points on the board. How, how much had you considered what that might bring to a program when you had the chance to be a head coach?
0: Yeah, I, I knew that. I've I've always been into that. I always have been. Um, you know, Coach reads into it as well. So I, I kind of I guess. I mean, just kind of learning through him and, and seeing the progressiveness of, of uh, being a little bit different out of the box. And so once we. You know, in Kansas City, we started doing more of that. Um, I knew that if I ever got an opportunity, that was a, a, an avenue that I was going to go towards. And um, we have coaches that feel that way as well. So it's easy when you have guys that, that agree with you and, and you have players that accept it and they like it and um, and, and they're working. So, um, you know, uh, it, it's just who kind of who I am.
1: So, so as you took over the team and you start working through camp and practices and stuff, and you're installing the main offense, but you've got your eyes open to guy mm-hmm. like, brad soul yeah how do you first get turned on to um his ability to make a catch and and say all right he's a guy that I'll use and incorporate in this
0: well you you see these guys so often in practice and there's so many down times in between periods or uh you know during the stretch or after practice and they're all big kids and so they're all out there and every now and then they'll do some things and and uh they want to catch your eye and, and maybe they do sometimes and that could be a situation but um it's amazing. Now you gotta remember. Now I came from the Arena League, so they call that Iron Man football, two ways, right? Now I didn't do that because I was a quarterback. I couldn't move on defense, but, uh, but yeah, I mean it, it's. People have been doing this for a long time. It's just not everybody does it, and and so uh, we do it and we have fun with it.
1: What what do you bring from the Arena League? Then I mean specifically, is there just a is it just a line of thinking that guys can do it if they're athletes? And-
0: well, I mean let's face it. Every one of these guys. I mean, the percentage is extremely small in regards to who makes the NFL. All these guys were all-stars on their high school team, and they all played both ways growing up. So they got it in them, and it's like these pitchers in baseball uh, that can't hit. They, they were probably their all-star, you know, the, the number four cleanup hitter in their high school team, most likely. And then they phase away from it because they specialize in something. But they all got it in them, and, and so – um, and then they like to tell you their stories, too, of how good they are. So, I got – there's, <laughs> they, they don't shy away from that. Man, is there a tactical advantage or disadvantage to haven't played the Packers before? You know, Kansas City, they were real good at winning the second game in the mm. division. Is there anything to be gained by that, or was it so far long ago that it's just
1: like it never was?
0: Fun? Yeah, well, they're, they're a different team. Um, you know, they've had some injuries. Uh, the, again, the the course of the season – uh, you run the course of the season and you kind of create your identity, who you are um, and, and same with us too, you know, so, um, but every game is, is its own game. And, and, um, you know, that was a big win for them last week against Atlanta. And, and so, and obviously they got Aaron back there at quarterback. So anything can happen at any given Sunday. Um, but for us, uh, we, we feel like we're different and w- in a better way, you know, we've, that was our very first game ever playing together, standing on the sideline together, going, calling a timeout for the first time, you know, talking through situations. We've done that now. We've been through that. We've been calloused, so we feel stronger, but that doesn't mean it's going to change anything. we got to go out and play. Uh, I, I, I imagine you talked about this before.
1: Uh, uh, Mitch's nickname in high school, Favre, I guess his coaches used to call him. What was it?
0: Favre. Oh, okay. What do you think about that? Hey uh I'm you know it is what it is I didn't I didn't know that that's news to me uh but I you know I can see I mean he's he's a uh he's a tough quarterback um, you know he's got that wing it to him which which you appreciate and you, and you love uh but I got a lot I got a lot of respect for for Brett Favre as a as a quarterback and but I I mean I I didn't know that I did not know that Yeah that's impressive that's hard to do and uh, he's a guy that's seen a lot of different defenses. He's been in that offense for a long time, so the game's slow to him. And then he, he's got that extreme talent, or he can – you know, he has some of the best arm talent ever that this game has ever had. So uh, he's got a great mentality. He goes about the game the right way. And uh, so – but it doesn't – it doesn't surprise me one bit.
1: Coming out of that Packers game, can the, talking about lessons from that game, yeah. for you personally, What did you learn about how Mike Pettin kind of attacked you guys in the second half in
0: that game? Yeah, well, I'm not going to get into into that. I feel like that's a little bit of gamesmanship as far as what he did and what I know he did. And but I think I have I say this. uh, Coach Pettin is a is a really good defensive coordinator. He's a a really um, strategic type guy that has a lot of different types of schemes that keeps you off balance as a as a play caller. And um, and so we got to really be. Be uh take advantage of knowing exactly what we're doing at all times versus a lot of different looks, um, and I think you 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 see that throughout the, these uh, these these coordinators that these defensive coordinators they mix things up on you and they can make it challenging. So uh, it'll be it'll he's he's a uh, he's been that good at that position for a long time, and so it we'll have our hands full.
1: Matt, you talked about the team being able to put. Losses behind them, move forward one game at a time. How has Mitch matured in his ability to do that? Even when coming off a win where he didn't perform, yeah,
0: he wants to. His uh, his ability to understand that the win is the most important part, um, I think, is a growing is a is part of his growth. And he's at a point right now where he's still learning some parts of this offense. If there's maybe a new concept. Um, whether it's in the run game or the pass game. But he, he, he's able to digest that and understand and accept it, that it's not always going to be perfect. Um, and we may need to learn through the game uh, as far as different looks that we're getting and how we adjust and how we adapt. And so he's got to just continue to keep building that library and use that down the road here, but stay positive. And, and he's the leader of this offense, and the guys look to him so any frustration. Um, any type of uh, um, you know, ability of him to, to not show leadership or, or any of that, we don't want. And he hasn't done that. And I think uh, Coach Ragone does a great job at keeping him focused and making sure that he keeps that next play mentality, which he's done all year long.
1: The whole time has passed since that week one loss to the Packers. Yeah. That was a game that a lot of the guys in the locker room said was a really emotional loss for them mm-hmm. that they still think about. So do you think they enter this game on Sunday with a little bit of a chip on their shoulder?
0: It's, it's uh, the, the, the human element of you always remember all your losses um, way more than you remember your wins. Now, um, and, and they sting. They hurt, especially when you, when you have the lead like we did and, and we, didn't, um, we didn't finish like we, like we needed to. Uh, so they remember that, and they, and they feel I want them to feel that. I want them to remember that. And because sometimes when you go on through the season and you have success like we've had, you can forget that sting. And I don't want them to forget that sting. It's because uh, we got a ways to go yet here, and um, I think that they'll do a good job at, at realizing what we had, even that first game, where we're at now. And now, let's see if we grew from it.
1: Did may, that may just uh, end up kind of being a positive thing yeah. for you guys this year. Yeah,
0: it did, and that's I. Um, for myself, it was challenging because I was that was my very first game as a head coach. And to have a lead like that in a big time rival game, and then to lose it like that, um, but but I I felt like uh, you know I've learned some lessons in life in different ways, and the one thing that I've always tried to do is is try to look at things and and try to see the positives of everything and the glass half full, and that's what I that's what I did by myself on my own is trying to spin there there was something good in there and. Um, the problem is is that it takes time to realize that and to really see when that happens. Well, I feel like we're there now. We got to that point where now how do we use that and how do we remember that? How do we use parts of the game um, specifically to, to, to help us in this coming game and in the future? And that's what we're going to do. And, and it just – the theory holds true. You know, you stay positive during bad times. Now,
1: what's enabled Kyle Fuller to play at the level that he has been the last couple months?
0: Just the, the confidence in himself, the confidence in his teammates. Um, he's staying aggressive, uh, and then when he gets an opportunity to make a play, he's making those plays. Uh, again, it, it's it's uh, it's something that our defense is doing. They're they're just getting stronger and stronger, in their belief in each other. They're playing fast, and they're playing with you know an opportunistic mindset.
1: Man, an obvious question, but what could establishing a more consistent running game mean to Mitch's development? Whether re-establishing some rhythm or mm-hmm. just getting back in the swing of think?
0: for sure, it would be it would be really big for us to to do that. Any quarterback you talk to will tell you that um, to have that run game going, man, it makes things a lot easier. It opens up the play actions, it opens up the the shots downfield. Um, the D line doesn't just pin you all the time. The O lineman will tell you. Get, let's get the run game going so we can go forward and not always be going backwards in a pass set. Um, so that was that was nice to get that going the other day. We need to build off of it. I feel like that was one step forward. Now we got to make sure we just continue with that with that next step going forward.
1: Mitch had a uh, what I would say is a pretty honest moment with us after the game. You touched on this a little bit before, but him just kind of admitting that you know he was trying not to be selfish about feeling disappointed in his performance mm-hmm. after such a big win for the team. Yeah. Was he, you know, when you talk to him after the game, or even on Monday, and how's he been the last couple of days?
0: He's been good. His spirits have been good. Uh, when I knew everything was, was good with him was when I saw him in the locker room after the game, and he was in the, he was doing a little dancing, and that's what that's what's that's what's so cool about that 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 five minutes that we get together was that he's in there, and and uh, and so he's been he's under some some good leadership there with, with Coach Ragone and with Coach Helfrich, and those quarterbacks they support him. He has a great support system. And we're there for him, and and so as long as we're honest with each other and we're open, and we just try to go about this thing the right way, his spirits are good. He came in on uh, on Monday, and we went through some of the, you know, the the parts of the game, and we tried to hit on the wise, the good, and the bad, and uh, and try to do everything we can we can to fix it.
1: And specifically with uh, with RPOs, how have you seen Mitch's decision making evolve, uh, even to this point, in the way you guys did it effectively the other night?
0: He's getting better. Uh, and part of that is us, too, as coaches is putting him in a position where um, we know the plays that we're calling he feels comfortable with. We don't want to put him in a position where we're running some plays in the pass game or run game where there's a little gray. And right now with where he's at, if there's gray, then, um, then I feel like that's on the coaches. Uh, we want it to be black and white, nice and clean, so that he can play fast. And, and so those, those RPOs, we want to, there's a bunch of RPOs that we can do. We want to make sure we're picking the ones that are black and white.
1: Are you talking about black and white before the snap? Before Both. Okay.
0: Both. He understands the whole concept of the play, and we're not putting something in there where there's a little gray, a little iffiness on what he's supposed to do in his progression. We gotta. And sometimes as coaches you can put those in there because you feel like it's a good play, but if he's not comfortable with it, you can't do it.
1: What about Sherrick McManus makes you confident that
0: he can pick up the workload for Callahan? Because he just he's been showing it all year long, you know, and and when he's in there, I loved how aggressive he was. He uh, he's he's again, every player on our defense right now has elevated their game. They're they're playing they're playing together. They they have the trust that if they're aggressive, they go to make a play, someone's got their back and he's shown that. Talked earlier
1: this year about how when you got here you were really sure who this Bryce Callahan guy was. Yeah. What did he show you? this season uh, with
0: his play? He showed me a lot in, in the fact that uh, for his stature, the one thing with him, with Bryce, is that he's, ext- he's, he's uh, extremely quick. He's very athletic. Um, I guarantee you he was a really good slot receiver in high school. Uh, he's got great hands. He's tough. Um, he's, he's a good kid. I mean, he's, he's very valuable. That's a, that's a big loss for us. Um, but with that said, uh, we're we're gonna have the complete mentality of it's the next man up. We're rolling. Um, Bryce is gonna be a part of this thing with us um, uh, as we go. But there's no there's no uh, uh, salking or none of that, man. It's 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 somebody else's opportunity, and let's go do this thing.
1: What have you appreciated about Sherrick? I mean, he's been sort of labeled as a special teams ace most of his career to be able to step up and play the way he has in this defense this year.
0: It, it's it's depth. It's depth, and it's guys that understand that if they do get presented with an opportunity, they got to make the most of it. That's what he's going to do. That's what he did last week. Uh, and then his teammates have to have his back and, and help him. And and then if there is a play that that he doesn't produce on or he makes a mistake on, then he's got to recover and get back and make the next play. Oh,
1: you working on the Santa's sleigh play just thinking about it and is that a package now where you'll build off it every week
0: well so we worked on it since Friday um of that weekend and then there's zero chance of me telling you anything else about (laughs) any (laughs) other good try though thank you thank you